We are I. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to another edition of We Are I. This is the, the first one I've ever recorded at eight o'clock in the morning, so. Um, if Jason and I's voices sound a little groggy, it's uh, that's the reason why it's not those nice afternoon ones after you've talked a bunch. So um, we're going to get right into it. Uh, Jason, he's 35, um, you know, man, you know, engineering and drafting design is what he went to school for. But, you know, like really his passions, you know, rely or lie in the fitness industry. He's a GMB trainer, NAT trainer, level one and level two for both. Uh, his true passion within the fitness industry, you know, is flexibility and mobility. And, you know, we've talked about these things lots in the past, which is how key they are for, you know, performance and, you know, uh, blood flow and just overall, like the sense of, you know, wellness and mobility in the body. Um, Jason, some of his passions are uh, jujitsu, hockey, golfing, snowshoeing, um, you know, working out in the gym, hiking, water skiing, you know, pretty much anything outdoors. So, you know, it's not just that Jason's, you know, promoting the lifestyle, he's actually living it. And, you know, after this, when you guys, you know, check out his Facebook and his social media, you'll see that he has some amazing posts um, of doing all these things. So again, welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, thanks, man. Yep. Glad to be on here with you and t- chatting with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so wh- why don't you kind of fill us in on what led you down the road, you know, wanting to even explore flexibility and mobility? Because it, it's not really a field that a lot of people get into when they're thinking about, you know, getting to becoming like a trainer and getting into like health and wellness is it's a pretty new concept to the industry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it basically came because, uh, I, I was, I was getting some like minor injuries in my training. Uh, so I was pretty heavy in a CrossFit there for about seven years and, uh, you know, got into the intensity of it and, you know, the, the big weights and really trying to push limits with my body. Uh, eventually, I guess those limits started to push back on me in forms of, yeah, just small little, you know, back tweaks. And, um, and I can remember it all like just so perfect. And to me, it was, um, it was a point in time where I was like, okay, something, these things are happening for a reason and I need to figure out why. And that may mean that, you know, maybe I don't get to continue doing CrossFit, which at the time in my, in my head, I was just thinking like, oh man, that's going to be so devastating. Cause I was just so, I, I remember when I first started doing it, it just felt like it was, you know, such a great method of training and, and it like, and it still is for people. Like I believe in all the methods that are out there available to get people moving and just, you know, feeling healthy and happy. And, um, so yeah, so I, I, I kind of, you know, I was back squatting some heavy weights and, um, you know, it was almost like exact same set, exact same rep. And it happened like three times consecutively. And so after the first time I, you know, dialed the weight back and then kind of, you know, went back to training, slowly started working the weight back up to where I was. And then it happened the second time. Um, each time I went to my chiropractor after, and you know, she would adjust me and then kind of tell me, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing anymore right and when you have somebody you know telling you like you know this this um I guess lifestyle that that you're going down that you think is you know for your health and your well-being and she's telling you that you know you're you gotta like 
change this up because you're you're gonna hurt yourself um it's not something that you want to hear but uh yeah so from there how um, many years I, ago was that uh that was uh was just about maybe three years ago now yeah yeah because that was basically when i made my shift into you know what i'm doing now and um so i remember that you know like after the second time it happened uh, you know, I started reading books, uh, like Stu McGill, you know, about the, you know, back and, you know, exercises and stuff like that. And, you know, and I, I read those books and, and I could look at some things and there were ones where, you know, it was like gluteal amnesia, he called it. So where I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm not firing my glutes, right. You know, so I need to do these, you know, little basic exercises to, you know, get that part of the body firing. And then, um, you know, so again, dialed the weight back did my research and all that. And then when it happened that third time, it just really, it, it just really left me in like a bad head space because I was just like, you know, here I was digging for answers. Right. And all this and that. And then, um, and then the third time when I went to get adjusted by my chiropractor, that was where, um, you know, like when she adjusted me, like I, I felt like worse than I did, like when my back got tweaked, you know? And so then those were just for me, I'm like, okay, like, it's time to like really like put the weights aside and um and and i knew about move nat so um move nat's this natural uh movement kind of training method it's very i mean they use weights but more in like awkward implements um like logs things like that um uh you know they use like a lot of kettlebells though too and stuff and sandbags or rocks you know just things that you know you want to try and you know do out in nature and all that and uh so yeah, when I, I remember seeing that and that was probably, let's say like, you know, halfway through my kind of CrossFit journey, let's say. And I, and I looked at it and I thought, well, man, that, that looks pretty cool. Right. Like that does look interesting, but it's so heavy in the CrossFit brain that it just, you know, but then when I went online, they, I saw they had some online coaching available. So, you know, their method had probably grown a little bit where they got some trainers now and so I reached out for their online coaching and that was where that started. And I remember, you know, like the first, uh, kind of like some of my first training sessions, it was just like, you know, it was so challenging, but it was just these like simple body weight movements. And then that's where it really opened up my eyes and kind of like humbled me again and just, you know, made me realize like, we're not even really scratching the surface of what our bodies are truly capable of doing. Like, don't get me wrong when I think of, the, the heavy weights I was lifting and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it was, it's definitely amazing to see what people can do out there in terms of lifting and all that when you put your focus and your determination into something. Right. Um, but at the same time, then it, it for me, it was, uh, I didn't want to like talk about the glory days, you know, like where I was, you know, back squatting a, a shit ton of weight and, and then, you know, I, blew a disc in my back and now I'm like always struggling to you know keep my body moving and working through you know like those injuries and that pain and all that kind of stuff so um because now I look at you know my my movement and my training as just like long term like lifestyle right as opposed to just you know short term and, and how can I always keep moving um and and you know not that what I'm doing now I'm in like you know, I still can get my body sore from what I'm doing. Um, you know, and it's a nice feeling to, you know, have that every once in a while, but I don't want it to like take away from my day to day life and, and you know, what I do outside of that. So, yeah. You know, I, you know, a few things, you know, that I think are like really, you know, key there is for one, 
you know, like we're, we're still in a demographic where, you know, it's like our mentality is like, you know, push through. I got this little injury. It's not a big deal. You know, I can still get this done and it's just yeah. keep going down that rabbit hole. It's just pushing way too hard and pushing way too far. It's like, yeah. you know, it, are you surrounded with people, you know, that, that aren't thinking that same way all the time or like where you were going to CrossFit, did they have a big emphasis on like active recovery, injury prevention? Like it just seems really interesting that you, you went down such a rabbit hole with, you know, active recovery and mobility organically on your own, just with the, you know, cause you know, obviously we grew up together and, you know, I know what it was like growing up in Southern Alberta, you know, playing sports and it's like you push through everything yeah. and no matter concussions or broken bones, or it's just like, Oh, and you know, recover on the fly and you know but and i feel like it's been a long road to detrain myself to think like that you know um, like how did you get there um yeah like it it was um it, it you know i totally agree with you right like you know we're in that mentality like even the where we're from lethbridge i find it's such a, a hyper competitive place where everyone you know needs to be doing better and, and showing that and and just uh yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting, like, city that we live in, like, well, that, and you used to live in, um, and I think what got me out of that was that it was that, that competitiveness, because I do have it in myself, like, I, I do want to, you know, like, like, try hard, I want to work hard, I want to get to a certain place, but um, I had to start to realize what was it for, like, what was this all for, and what is it doing for me? Like, what is it giving back to me? Uh, and and it, unfortunately, it started to, yeah, it started to just kind of beat me up. And, and I like saying, I, I've seen guys, you know, that have gone through like many injuries, you know, and where you just, I don't want to, I don't want to like, again, I, I look at, you know, we're 30, I'm 35, right? Like to me, that's, that's young, like, you know, but a lot of the people, you know, you probably hear them, they talk about, man, we're getting old, like, man, we're getting old and it's, you know, I guess, yeah, you can look at it that way, but maybe is it because we're, we're moving a lot less and we're doing a lot less activities and, and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I look back to, you know, when we were in elementary and kids and how much movement we used to do growing up, um, you know, compared to as we get older and it's just like less and less and less. So like, you know, and just how easy it was to do those things, you know, like for me, I think oh, yeah. it's funny with like, you know, because I have a big emphasis on like mobility and flexibility and strength and performance, you know, but even jumping a trampoline with my daughters, I'm like, you know, I used to be able to do this when I was young for hours. And, you know, that did, makes me always realize how much stored tension is in my body. If jumping yeah. on a trampoline or simply like riding a bike is tough. Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, those, those little things, right. That we take for granted, um, you know, and, and even for someone who, you know, was, you know, crazy active, um, like myself and always wanted to stay in, in working out and staying fit and all this and that, um, you know, when, when I started doing move nets and some of these things where it's like crawling and doing, you know, stuff where you're engaging with the floor, right. And, and just on your hands and knees and like feet and just all these kind of weird crawling patterns and stuff, you, you start to realize how, you know, even as when we were babies and, and this made me realize that, yeah, this is why babies probably get so tired because they're, they're actually feeling gravity, like how we should feel it. Right. And how much our body weight is, yeah. Like our strength to weight ratio and all that, like, as we get older and bigger, yeah, we don't crawl because why would we need to get down on the floor and crawl? Right. Like, unless we're in like military or, 
you know, you're in some type of uh, first responder stuff where you're in a situation, right? You have to ask your body to perform some, do something, right? And perform that. Um, but, you know, for the average person that's like a desk jockey or whatever, they'd be like, well, why the hell would I want to crawl or do this yeah. stuff, right? Even though it's like, it can strengthen your shoulders, it can help your wrists, like it, like it just opens up so many things, you know? And, um, but that, that to me, and that's where I've seen it, where I've trained people, um, you know, where it, it kind of like scares them, like it, and you can see it because, uh, and, and that was where I kind of just said earlier, like I, I just got like humbled big time when I started doing uh, movement and stuff is, you know, here you're lifting all this weight and, you know, pushing the limits with that. And, and you're thinking you're really strong, right? And then all of a sudden you're trying to do these real basic things and you're like, shit right like this is so hard right and it's I, I think for some people they either say okay this is what I need to then work on because this is actually hard and I'm gonna kind of confront this challenge and, and see where it takes me or people say no like not gonna do it and I'm just gonna stick to my old habits and then you know hopefully right they don't get hurt or they don't uh you know which is typically where most people go like they just want to stick within the you're like this is challenging I'm going to go back to what seems relatively easy and if like lifting weight is tough yeah. and you know like I always try to challenge people just to conceptually think like you know if something is fundamentally hard on your body does that not mean that you're at a, a deficiency in this so that should be something that you want to work on and yeah. you know, like whenever you know I'm working with people you know with like four techniques the the part that I think is really eye-opening for me and I always try to educate people on is the risk compression you know, like when people are just even like doing like a couple push-ups or, you know, like, you know, doing some hand walks or, you know, some crawls, yeah. Yeah. there's like, oh, my wrists are so sore. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, well, don't you feel like that's kind of a problem? Like, you know, something so rudimentary and something so, yeah. you know, fundamentally quote unquote easy, you know, but it creates yeah. such an adverse effect on the body, you know, like joint compression. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where, um, you know, especially, yeah, wrists, like, yeah, people have such like a hard time, you know, you like say doing push-ups, right? And those things should, should be, you know, pretty simple to do. Um, you know, even if they're modifying it and, you know, going from their knees, right. So that they're not carrying as much weights on their wrists and, uh, and then, you know, just do small little exercises to get those moving again. Uh, it's same thing with like ankles, right? It's like these, these joints that we kind of just forget about. And, you know, we think about like our knees, hips, you know, like, shoulder and elbows right but uh you know it's these smaller joint areas and especially like our wrists you got like nine little ball bearings in there right as soon as one kind of goes out of whack then you know it's trying to get that back and i mean since i was doing a lot of hand balancing training um i had to do you know a lot of wrist work on the daily right because i i just knew yeah like i got tight shoulders that's a given and i've been working on that but you know to to be able to you know get into handstands and, and you know support myself and my body weight there like I know it's a huge demand on my wrist and you know anything I can do in forms of you know preventative maintenance that's kind of like how I look at mobility and flexibility right it's like um, you know you're you're prepping your body to hopefully you know not get injured doing anything that you're going to do so it doesn't matter whether it's handstands or going outside like it's you know an injuries are you know, they can happen out of nowhere, right? Like, you know, and 
there's there's the injuries that come from training so let's say when i was doing crossfit right like you're in a pretty controlled environment and and you know and that's where i remember hearing on a podcast a guy said that uh, an injury is nothing more than a movement flaw and and i and i agree with that statement um but there's also injuries that come from like freak accidents right so like you walk outside, you slip on the ice and you, you know, break your ankle or something, right? You've probably heard friends or someone have that happen to them. But when you're in those controlled environments like training, right? And yeah, like, you know, where I was back squatting and I, you know, would hurt my back. Like, obviously there's something not working, right? There's there's a flaw in my squat. There's something that's not, you know, perfect. And, and I always, you know, like cared about my form, like first and foremost, um, overweight, um, and, and especially, uh, the people I was training with, like in the CrossFit gym, um, you know, big, big pushers of, of form and making sure that people stay safe, which I think is, is a great, you know, thing. Cause you've seen some CrossFit gyms and I'm sure a lot of people out there, um, you know, have heard some horror stories, but there are actually gyms out there where there are smart people. And that's, I think, what's helped me a lot along my way uh, and along my journey is like the people that I've met through those years of CrossFit and uh, you know, from Lethbridge from outside of like, you know, Western Canada. Right. And just, you know, they're, you know, corrective exercise, you know, um, people, right. It's very smart. Yeah, so. And I think too, like, you know, CrossFit by numbers, you know, in volume, I think it's a really bad name, you know, just because yeah. people will see, you know, like, you know, certain, um, you know, like methodologies, or, you know, certain people train, you know, or, you know, even during like, you know, CrossFit competitions. And that's yeah. what people forever think CrossFit is. Um, you know, I think, you know, like lifting for competition, there's, there's some flaws like in that system where form naturally would tend to go for people who are hyper competitive. But I yeah. think the way that you talk and, you know, like the things that are a priority for you, the road that you've walked down and what you're encouraging other people to do now to really speak volumes to the other side of CrossFit. Yeah. You know, because obviously you're around people who, you know, educated you, people that is a priority for them, you know, in their body. So they transfer that knowledge on to you, you know, and I really hope that's what all our listeners, you know, take away from this is, you know, because that was my question at the beginning, like you're, you're breaking like an entrenched mold of a guy being like, come on, bro, I can push through that sore back, man. I got this. Let's go 400 on the squat. You know, like you're not that guy. And no, yeah. Like, like guys are that guy and then CrossFit's that sport, you know, like, yeah. you know, you just got to like push big weight, get into this, bro. But it's like, yeah. you're not. And I, I really try to, you know, bring that back around with people too, where it's just like, you know, you don't have to have, you know, drive like an F-350 jacked up truck and, you know, like smoke cigars to like be a guy, you know, like, yeah, there's all these things. It's like, you know, but I think those are the barriers that don't let us focus on like flexibility and mobility. And that's yeah. why I like having these conversations with other guys is where it's, this is the other side, you know, like yeah. this is yeah. the longevity because, you know, like we yeah. do want to be moving when we're like 80 and not oh, telling yeah. stories when we're 55 about yeah. how I used to be this cool yeah. guy and I'm not that yeah. guy anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 And just how, yeah, like I, I you know, maybe I was a lot healthier, like weight wise, right? Like, and now here I've put on a lot of weight and, you know, and, and again, now I, I feel kind of, you know, not super comfortable about, you know, the way I look and feel right. Um, but yeah, I kind of, you know, stopped listening to my body 
Like, and I think that was the thing, right. Is that our body is always going to give us, you know, messages, you know, to, and it's how I guess we want to listen to it, right. How we can kind of push our ego aside and, and listen to our body. Um, you know, cause when I, when I got into, you know, the, the natural training and movement and stuff and stripped all the weight away, um, my body just kind of responded in, in a, in a positive way. And, and I could have looked at it being like, and like, I'm not training nearly as hard as I am, right? Like, how am I going to stay strong? And how am I going to, you know, stay in the shape that I was like in the glory days of my CrossFit stuff? Like, you know, um, but that's like my ego there, right? And then, you know, where then all of a sudden, you know, I was moving my body through ranges of motion, like that it's never gone through before. And, you know, stretching my body out and just giving it like almost like this TLC, but still pushing it in a way. Um, and yeah, and it just kind of like opened up in a positive way. Cause I, um, you know, a lot of my training too, you know, the getting into now, um, thinking about personal stressors and, you know, like where I was at in stages of my life, like it was almost like I was pushing so hard to suppress, you know, a lot of personal things going on in my life at the time. Um, and, and yeah, and then, you know, my body was, you know, kind of absorbing that through like the intensity and the hard pushing. And then finally it just started to fight back. And, um, but yeah, I remember, um, you know, I had like a minor tear on my knee, um, competing in CrossFit, uh, you know, a few, quite a few years back and it was doing a pistol squat. So a one leg squat. And, uh, so my ego then says, well, that's such a stupid, uh, a movement, right. And shouldn't be in a competition. And what does that prove in terms of fitness and all this kind of stuff? Uh, and, and yeah, and I was just totally using that as like an excuse, right. For, you know, just straight up sucking at them and not having the mobility or the motor control to get down there and, uh, and did that for a few years. Right. And then, uh, and then once I started doing movement, I remember there was a, a movement in there was called split sit to split standing. And it was basically like a pistol, but you would use your one leg kind of as like, um, not a, not a cheat, but, uh, you know, where it would help just support you. So you weren't just dropping down on one leg. And, and I remember those things just being so challenging, so hard. Like I would be so frustrated in the gym doing them, but because, you know, they were in my program and I was kind of like, okay, it's time to like figure this out, right. It's time to stop letting your ego, like this fear and just like, you know, block you from like actually wanting to like achieve this and, and do it safely. And, and now it's, yeah, like I can lower myself down, you know, with that leg in the air and, you know, control both sides. Like, you know, it's, it, it's, yeah, just really, that was again, like another huge moment for me where I was like, cause when we get injured, I think a lot of the time too, like, again, fear comes into play. Right. And then we, choose to not do that anymore or like we're gonna you know again just say it's dumb or whatever instead of again trying to like figure it out and fix the issue right and uh, and that's where you know me as a trainer I think you know I've always had a hard time with uh, some clients and um, where you're like I want to help them to the best that I can uh, and just make sure they're moving safely that they're really understanding what's going on but at times I find that it's hard to get them to want to listen, you know, and I don't know if you've experienced that. And, uh, you know, cause if I ask someone to change the position of like, say like their push up, cause I can see their elbows are like really flared out 
their shoulders are internally rotated right and they and I've seen it where you know they can't even do it like the group workout because they're in so much pain and then I I see like you know that feeling of you know they almost feel like a bit ashamed and all that kind of stuff and so then I'll ask them okay well let's you know try and bring your elbows in just a little bit like not like a gymnast or anything like that and so where you know they were maybe able to do like 30 push-ups like you know with their elbows flared and in kind of a bad position you ask them to change that little bit well you know they maybe push out five and they're just like holy shit that was hard but and, and then so right away they're just thinking like well you just totally you know, made me feel like crap because I thought I could bang out 30 push-ups, right? And it was kind of like a big deal to them. Uh, and now I, I just try to do five and I'm like, this isn't good at all, right? And, uh, but the, the one thing that I would want to ask them is say, well, did you feel pain in your shoulders though? Like, yes, it was hard, but like, what was it painful? Like, no, it was just hard because it's like, you know, it, it's a different, it's a different like position that you're used to and, and all that. And, uh, and yeah, and it's not to, it's not to like crush them, and make them feel bad. It's like, let's, let's try and change it so that maybe you can get back up to 30 or more again. Right. Like it's not, it's not trying to like shut that down, but yeah, it's going to take a little bit of work again. Right. So. And I look at those kind of things too, where it's the, you know, like our, our ego, again stepping aside and saying okay well you know i'm looking at this from like ego of longevity not ego of you know like physical appearance or ego of like you know emotion right where you know getting back into just wanting to have that free strength in like multiple different areas you know like why would you only want to be say successful at that push-up in a certain way and especially like the the biggest thing i've noticed over all these years is people are far more willing to do something that they feel successful at, even though I can say that this is hundred percent going to injure you long-term yeah. you know, because they just, they're, they're temporarily successful at it, you know, versus changing it. Like you said, you know, you know, leaning a little bit more forward or tucking the elbows in or, you know, flaring the feet or like all these different little things that fundamentally are going to make it way harder. You know, that's yeah. one thing that everybody always comes back in and says, it's like, well, you know, like you really know how to like crush people or you really know how, you know, to like, you know, chip people down. I'm like, well, but that's not my goal. You know, like my goal is to re-educate your mind and your body of how, you know, your body responds to, you know, physical stimulation. And, you know, I think that it's so entrenched within us as people in every different category we live in to say, I need to exchange this immediate gratification because it feels good in this second versus what I need to do and where I need to go long-term. You know, yeah. so it's again, it's like the, the little bit of mouse pleasure, you know, people are going to get from, you know, eating bad versus, you know, like the long-term, you know, side effects health-wise, you know, changing the push-up position with the elbows in, you know, it's going to make it way harder, but the longevity and the mobility and the free stress on your body is going to be exponentially higher. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. You know, it's, it, it is a really tough environment to navigate where you, you try to stay positive with people and you started really going down that road, but, um, you know, we just exchange all of these, you know, superficial things, you know, for that little temporary ego boost. And, you know, to try to detrain that out of ourselves and out of people, you know, again, when people are listening to this, that's what I want them to take away is that this is where you and I have got, you know, like we've got to that point where, you know, I don't care about the the 50 pushups because I just want to be able to do them right. I want to be able to do them free because of that. Now I can do 50 pushups. 
yeah. or something along those lines, you know, where it's the, you know, we don't live in that imprisonment of like this really narrow-minded perspective of it, you know, which I feel like, you know, people who are younger than us in like the different demographic, they're starting to live their entire life that way. And they're not going to yeah. have to break that system. Yeah. 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 And it's, um, you know, again, it's such a hard, I, I find it's, yeah, it's, it's such a hard sell, you know, cause, uh, especially like, like the fitness world, right? Like we, we see it. Um, and it's, you know, you, you got to look a certain way you got to train a certain way. Um, there's all these external things I find that just, uh, distract people from like the, the big picture or like this simple, that like, there's kind of like a simple answer to it in a way. Um, but it's such a hard thing for people to wrap their minds around, uh, because it's, it's different. It's, uh, it, I guess where I look at, you know, like, you know, kind of like, um, you know, when I used to train in like Gold's gym where I used to go to the college and you're on the machines and, you know, in those conventional, you know, gyms like that is, yeah, it's, they're, they're not very practical, right? Like they're, you're, you're in there, you're just using a machine. It's dictating how you move all these things. Right. So like when you're outside and you're in the real world, kind of, you know, trying to go for hikes or you're doing things with your kids, um, you know, and, and you get hurt or those things are hard. And again, you're, it's, it's just cause yeah, your body is just, you're, you're not, you're not using it the, the way that, that you could, you don't feel your whole body's weight against gravity. Like I say, when I do like a, a hand foot crawl, which is basically like your, your bread and butter, like uh, primal crawl. So like, like if you're crawling like a, like a lion, like when, when people get up, like their knees, those couple inches off the floor, once they got their hands planted, it's like, holy cow. Right. And then you try and crawl and, you know, they maybe crawl like 30 feet and, and they're, they're huffing and puffing. Right. And, and you're just like, yeah, like that's, it's hard work. Right. It's like gravity's no joke. Uh, I think that's one thing that we take for granted that we forget about. Yeah. Do you think as long as like conventional gyms, you know, like big box gyms, I walk in and there's like, you know, 400 different machines that are fundamentally ruining my joints and my body. You know, like, do you think as long as those exist, that it's going to be tough for us to be able to turn that corner of like actual functional training? Uh, yeah, I think so, man. Like, and especially when you got gyms that are, uh, uh, I don't know if you have the moats where you are, but fit for less. Like, uh, so we had a place open up in town a little bit ago and it's, uh, it's a gym that basically, I think, I don't know, memberships are just ridiculously cheap. Right. And don't get me wrong. Like, like if you're a motivated person and and you've kind of, you know, worked out in gyms like that for a long time and it works for you and, and, and you're happy going there, like, great place to go then right it's like super cheap and it's easy to sign up i think i had heard they had like seven thousand uh members like and lethbridge is you know we're coming up to a hundred thousand population um i would just love to know how many out of those seven thousand people actually like you know go there on a regular basis and stuff and, and use the facility right and um and that's the thing where i've seen you know living in gyms and kind of being a gym rat like for a good chunk of my life um, you know, where we, people will then they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll go to fit for less, you know, and, and then just either one, they stop going because it's easy to not go. It's like, you know, you, you get this super cheap contract that you signed up for 
what's like, uh, you know, 10 bucks out of my bank account every two weeks for a gym membership, right? Like who the hell cares about that? And, and they just, you know, they'll, they'll just keep letting that money come out until that contract is over. Um, but then that's the big part of it though, you know, just to jump in real quick that, you know, people feel a huge sense of satisfaction and that's, that's their proactive approach is like, Hey, well, I actually have a gym membership. I go to the gym and it's like, well, (laughs) you know, that like that's that's a portion of it, you know, but even when you get there, you know, we all know what it's like, you know, when most people it's like, I'm going to text my phone a little bit. I'm going to, you know, kind of walk a little bit on the treadmill. I kind of might do a few machines, get that sense. Like, I don't even know why I'm here or what I'm doing. So you kind of leave, you know, but even like, you know, like with that, you know, because of these gyms, you know, that have these super cheap memberships and they are just filled full of machines. I feel like the social responsibility is saying like, Hey, you know, when you're, Right now, when you're lifting these weights on these machines, you might feel okay, you know, but like proper joint setup with joints on the machine. Like I always tell people, I'm like, you know, your joints will always lose against the joints on the machine. Like that machine is anchored to be able to be stronger than you. So when there's that, you know, fundamental battle between your body and the machine, you will always lose. And you might not feel it today. And you might not feel it in a week from now. But, you know, that's when I see gyms full of these, like all this equipment that, you know, people have been training on for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. It's like, yeah. we need to evolve out of that, you know, because yeah. for one, you know, people don't find it to be stimulating. We've got, that, that's proven, you know, for two, yeah. like we know now with exercise science that all those machines are horrible for the body. And you know, like yeah. three, like there's no transfer to real life. You know, like you're doing like a, you know, a horizontal leg press on a machine. Like where's the functionality and life behind that? Like there, there's nothing. And you know, like where you were saying, like, Simply, if there was a, a gym that just had 50 BOSU balls and all you did is like, you know, hand work on the BOSU ball and ankle work on the BOSU ball to strengthen, you know, yeah. your weakest joints, that would yeah. be more beneficial than having a gym full of, you know, a hundred pieces of, you know, like different machines yeah. to train the body, right? Yeah, yeah. And then where people are, you know, they're probably jacking up the weights on those machines, right? Because it's such a shorter range too that they're really working through. And then they start to tighten up their muscles, right? So, um, you know, they're, they're shortening their, their muscles, right? So thinking uh, the opposite, right? So, and that, that again is such a hard, you know, where I kind of just sort of talked about like the, where I look at the answers to like, you know, I guess the fitness world to me, um, and, and haven't been in it for as long as I have, like, it's all of a sudden it's like, man, it's actually, it's like so simple. It doesn't have to be this complicated, right? Like it doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to think about the machines. You don't have to think about all this like shit that you see on social media and in magazines and and all this kind of stuff. Um, You know, when you start to just, you know, move your body, get it going again, kind of like how I touched earlier on in elementary school, right? Like, you know, yeah, we sat in desks, you know, and, you know, had class, but like when it was recess and we had those 15 minutes of freedom, like we were out there like running our asses off in the field. They're like, you know, on the monkey bars, right. Swinging, like having races on those things. It's like nowadays for an adult, like to swing their arm on a monkey bar, they're going to like wreck their rotator cuff. Right. Like, and it's because, you know, we stopped putting our arms up above our head. Right. We stopped like even, you know, taking care of our shoulders. Um, if people have been, you know, working out their shoulders again, it's like with heavy weight and, you know, just getting tighter and tighter. Um, you know, they're not giving their shoulders like the TLC they need. Um, 
and and yeah and you know again I look at there there should be really no reason why when we were kids like our strength to weight ratio you know was obviously great and awesome because we moved so much but like why can't it still be like that like you know when we're adults right and uh and you do see that, like, you know, you just don't see it in Western culture, but, you know, but you see yeah. that in all these other cultures around the world. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of throw something out there from like, you know, one fitness professional to the other. Like, do you think that the reason why it's so complicated, you know, and why we have such a tough time navigating it is because fitness professionals want to be the person who's come up with like this amazing new system, you know, it kind of changes the game. So it just becomes like a monetary point of view. And we've actually kind of really let people down, you know, and trying to make it so instead of just saying like, Hey, you know, you don't need to go to the gym. You don't need to hire me. You don't need to be on a program. You don't need to research it on the internet. Why don't you just go play with your kids at the park? You know, like those big, you know, mesh things that look like spider webs, you know, go crawl around on that, you know, like with your father, you know, go and like, I love doing that kind of stuff with my daughters because as you're going like, in and out you know like you feel that back stretch and you're reaching out to that next one getting the mobility and the shoulders i'm like these now there should be gyms with just these things in it and yeah. it's like how you train you're like pirates ladders and you know like yeah. like yeah. like that you know like we you know where trainers need to bring it back and you know fitness professionals need to bring it back and it's like it's not this seven minute system it's not this complicated complex way of training it's not all of these things it's Again, it comes back to just simply moving your body because, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, the reason why I stopped lifting heavy is I got up to, you know, like my 450 deadlift and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm here. Now my knees hurt for three days. You know, I've only lifted it once. Like, what's the point of that? I'm never going to lift 400 pounds or 500 pounds up off the ground ever. I get a forklift or I'll, you know, ask somebody to help me or I'll just do it because it's not even applicable. So why am I training like this? But what I do have is three kids who are super high energy that I yeah. need, you know, endurance for days. I don't need yeah. strength for seconds, you yeah. know, and that's where yeah. I really came around. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome, man. And that's, uh, it's, it's, it's wicked to hear like, you know, your, your story and, and what, you know, how you've been able to change your perception, right? Like, I think that's the hardest thing for people to do is to change their whole perception, right? Uh, you know, is there, we've been so used to like you said you know being told like or or want to like believe in you know if this is the answer right um and kind of like where you said like a lot of trainers they want to like kind of own something or be like uh, the creator of a method or you know like they want to have that claim to fame like i mean you know and yeah you could look at like crossfit right like that you know like mid-2000s right greg glassman right you can come up with this method and it, it hits the fitness world kind of by storm and, uh, and, you know, and people are still, you know, getting into it now. And this is years and years later. Um, you know, I kind of got into it, I guess, in sort of like it's earlier phase. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, you know, from there, yeah, it, it, it would be nice to just, yeah, like see trainers just say, Hey, like it's actually a lot simpler. Right. And the, we're not creating anything new. Like there's like, you're not, you're not like, do, you know, breaking, you know, barriers or, you know, coming up. And that's where I've seen guys who have like these, you know, kind of social media pages and Facebook pages and, and they're, they're angry, like they're angry dudes. And, and I can see it, you know, because they're, they, 
they have their beliefs and they have, you know, their ways and their education and all this and that. And, uh, and they hate, you know, like seeing what other people are doing and because maybe they're not attracting as many people to what they're, you know, what they're prescribing and what they think everyone should be doing. And, and that's the hard thing, like where I, I'm trying to just kind of do my thing and stay the course and not get too, you know, heavily into, you know, negative thoughts there because like I kind of touched base a little bit earlier, like I want to help people, but at the same time, it's hard because, um, you know, I think sometimes people think that I'm, you know, trying to like take away from, you know, where they're at in terms of their fitness and, you know, where they've gotten to. And and when you kind of strip things down and you ask them to perform some basic things or change up form, and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is, this is really hard. But like that's where again I look and I think well you know it, it's hard now but you know it's no different than what got you to to that point just before right like you put in hard work there you know it's okay to kind of you know resort like revert back right and, and work your way back up like I think that's you know we we look at uh I think training as it's just constant like linear right like you're like like you're never gonna you know, go through hurdles, but that's, you know, that's like life, right? We get knocked down and we get knocked down sometimes harder than times before. And, you know, we always have to remember to just kind of, yeah, like pick ourselves back up and, and, you know, maybe take things slower, maybe ease back into things, right? Like, um, cause yeah, it's, it, it hurts falling down and, uh, and, and, you know, and especially in personal life and, you know, and when you're in the fitness world and training and working out, like, Again, we're, we're doing something that's been told it's healthy for us, um, you know, and, but then sometimes I remember just seeing people where it's, we're so unhealthy, right? Like we're, we're walking injuries, right? Or it's like a, a time bomb ready to go off, right? Cause you're just so tight. You're so stressed. Like at what point is, is the fitness industry really like, you know, give a shit about like well-being and, and the mental side too, right? Like, you know, not just the physical. So, um, yeah, and you know that's that. and that's you know like where it's gonna come in you know where you know we switch from you know vanity to longevity you know and the yeah. thing that irritates me about the fitness industry so much is is the vanity side of it and you know I'm a huge advocate for that because you know I tell people I may have a nicer body because I'm active but my goal never at any point of the day is like I gotta have this jacked six pack or I gotta have the bigger arms or you know but also too by then you know a lot of people will compliment me on my body and I'm like well if I live my life not how you're living your life and you think I have a nice body isn't there some kind of change there that needs to happen mm-hmm. you know and yeah. you know and again it's like we we get trapped in these cycles because I think that a lot of it still is we think okay well if if I want to be successful at changing my body I just have to go into a gym and I have to lift weights because that's always what has been the face of it you know, and a lot of people still get, you know, trapped in that, whether it be fitness professionals or, you know, regular everyday people. But again, it's breaking that mold and where people, yeah. like you said, they don't want to go back, you know, to the roots to say, how can I change this? But I find that's really the benefit of, you know, putting our kids in sports and why, you know, I think that it's imperative that, that parents don't change that because I've noticed this big key factor about myself and other people that I've trained over the years. People are absolutely a lot more willing to be able to go back to the drawing board and humble themselves if they're multi-sport athletes as children, because they know, you know, like when you go from playing like, you know, 
hockey, then to football, or then to basketball, or then to volleyball. Like, you then, you go back and you kind of suck a little bit again, you know, when you go through your transfer score. Like, you know, then you kind of play a little bit, you get a little bit better, the, you know, by the end of the season, you back up, and you're feeling good, and then all of a sudden you go back to playing the other one, and you suck a little bit again, and you're used to riding those waves. And then yeah. you've probably been injured along the way where it's like, you know, you blew this hamstring or like this knee went out or this elbow thing. So you had to take the time off and watch everybody else go. Then you went through this little rehab yeah. process, whether it was proper then or not. But, you know, like you've gone through those processes. So there are things that you can leverage, you know, back, you know. And then you've also touched to where I, in my kind of early 20s, used to lift at anger too, you know, where like, I didn't really have it in me, but I would generate this anger, be like, oh, I'm going to lift this way, fuck this, ah, you know, I just like, then I realized one day, I'm like, I actually, when I look in the mirror and I'm smiling, lifting this weight, like I'm happy about it, I, I'm way stronger, you know, like my form is better, my body was better, so I'm like, why am I generating this like hostility inside myself? And it's always been kind of like one of those fine tuning moments, like over there, like I can still get the passion out of it, but that passion comes from a place of, like inner peace not like there's this yeah. this beast this hate this like angry child that needs to come out you know and yeah. then i started you know within the last like two three years trying to transfer it's like my everyday life too is saying you know it's actually pretty like emotionally cleansing to tell people you know about things in my life instead of holding them in you know because yeah. then i can't walk around having like this freer emotional state you know i was having yeah. this conversation with somebody last night about how if I imprison myself with things, you know, that allows other people to have that opportunity to imprison me with those things, you know, mentally yeah. and emotionally as well. And they can use that as a mental and emotional leverage against me. And I feel like that's kind of what happens in our body as well. Physically is, you know, we manifest these physical injuries, you know, because like you said, we're walking around just we're, we're tight, we're stressed out, we're ticking time bomb, you know, because we're not releasing that energy. I like, I just want to be free of it. You know, and they all, that's where like the health and wellness side comes in. It's like, I have to relieve this tension in my body because my body should never have this kind of tension. It's just how we live our life now, you know, and, you know, I have to be perfect physically and I have to be perfect mentally and emotionally. So I'm going to harbor, you know, this, um, you know, mental and emotional state inside me too. And I'm not going to let that come out because people are going to judge me on my body. They're going to judge me on how I may not be feeling that good today. You know, they might be, you know, judging me on how I eat and all these different categories we harbored that in. And that just yeah. manifests that overwhelming amount of stress in our bodies, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that's awesome, like what you said. Uh, I love how it's all laid out. And we, you know, just when people, yeah, look at us from the outside and, you know, they're, again, like talking about, you know, maybe the way that you're training or what you're doing. And then also even talking about the way you're eating or whatever. Um, you know, that, that's where for me, like I, um, I've, I've really tried to just like push myself away from all of it. Um, you know, because that's, you know, yeah, like people, you know, it, let's say if people are working hard and they're, you know, they're, they're eating well, um, they're doing these things and then someone's like, oh my God, like you're, you're going to eat a piece of cake or you're going to like, you know, eat a donut or something. Right. And it's just like, who cares? Like who, who really cares? Like, I mean, you know, let's just enjoy life. Like don't, don't take like, I, and that's something I'm trying to learn more and more. It's not take myself so seriously and not take training and, and life so seriously. Like it's already got its struggles. It's already hard enough as it is at times. Right. Like, 
on a personal level then like why why complicate things even more by again when you're doing something that's supposed to be you know good for your well-being and health like why yeah why put all that because i've i've been there right like where i've done you know you know I'll, I'll train so hard or i'll do something like just push those limits but then also on the same side as the nutrition side right where it's like oh is this how, like i'm supposed to be eating this way so i am doing that like 110 percent, right like i am just like tunnel vision um <clears throat> then you probably see posts like that on social media where it's like if you have a goal like make sure you know you do not take your eyes off of that you know goal right like just stay like focused like to a detriment right and um and i think that like say it just impacts people negatively so anytime you have like a little hiccup right uh you know or or whatever it is like you you have a hard time accepting that you you know and just you know moving forward um and that's i think again it kind of you look at life and yeah where we run into road bumps and things like that it should be no different with like how we train and and you know be mindful and respectful for our bodies because we have one body that gets us through life and uh you know don't take it for granted um you know it's it should be there for enjoyment not you know shaming or like say like the vanity of the fitness world um you know it's unfortunate when i see people um who are really working hard at it and and you know and they're trying to you know like let's say the goal is to lose weight or whatever it is right like um you know i i don't i don't know like i'm not a nutritionist i again know some pretty smart people in the nutrition world, um, which again, I'm lucky to, to know, but, um, you know, and I've always been able to pick their brains and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, I think it's a lot of shaming and a lot of, you know, like that's, cause that's what the fitness world I think does to a lot of people, right. It just guilts and shames them into, you know, anytime they're, uh, you know, falling off the, the path or whatever it is. Right. So, you know, then it just, it's kind of like you're never satisfied like you're never really truly happy right and i feel like you know if that's if that's what motivates you to get that seven dollar membership or even like that you know two hundred dollar membership that that shame and that guilt if that's what gets you through the doors you know like we obviously know right then and there that that's a system that's set up for failure you know because you're not going to like it there, there's there's no enjoyment behind it you know and it comes back to like you know like what we what we talked about it you know I like you if you can to try to expand upon it like for yourself too is you know you said earlier that you know you lifted out of anger like you know you like you had this like thing going on in your life and you use that and then you internalize that stress and you try to push the environment because of this this angry place you know or this you know like this tough place that you were in, in your life so you know you don't have to get into detail necessarily you know like what that event was but just knowing that that's what fueled you and understanding now that that wasn't good fuel that was not high octane fuel you're putting in your yeah. body for motivation compares to where you're at now you know like yeah. like what does that mean to you you know like for like when you came from this place of like you know i'm gonna just do this because i gotta push this out of my yeah. mind out of my body versus now yeah. you're like you're free of all of that how do you feel in your body because of that uh like yeah i feel <clears throat> I mean, I feel good. I mean, I know I'm still not like hundred percent free and clear of maybe like, um, personal things. Uh, but I know I, I shed a, a, a lot of stuff, um, you know, from like my, my dad, I, you know, he'd come watch me, you know, a couple of times do some CrossFit competition and, uh, you know, just be like, 
what the hell, right? Like, this is crazy. Like, why, why would someone want to do that? Right. And, you know, I mean, my dad's always been, you know, a supportive guy and, uh, you know, he was, he's, I mean, he's the guy that got me into the gym, you know, and probably ingrained that sort of work ethic in me, you know, to just take care of yourself, uh, you know, by going to the gym. Um, but I think when he saw that, it was like, I think he maybe saw I was obviously using it as a way to suppress like a lot of, you know, negative things that were happening in my life at the time. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, my, my son, like he was born and he's 12 years old now and it's crazy. And, um, you know, the, the relationship that I have with his mother's, you know, it's not ideal and, uh, and it's been like, yeah, it's been a tough road for sure. Um you know, and, and then I was in relationships with, uh, you know, with like, with moms who had, you know, a child from another relationship, and there were, you know, like huge stressors there, and, you know, kind of being told how I would needed to live my life, right, like what I needed to be doing, I was, you know, being controlled by all these, you know, family and, and all this kind of stuff, and, and I, you know, didn't like that right this was me this was my way of like fighting back and saying well no I'm gonna go do this right and and, I'm and how go. that narrative is so thick you know yeah. like in life yeah. where it's like the yeah. pressures of family like the pressures of you know like careers you know like and I'm gonna go to the gym and that's my outlet where I'm gonna get all that stress out yeah yeah and and it's and you know and that's I think a big way that gyms try and you know like push you know like they're product let's say or or whatever right is that you know gym is a good stress reliever and and, and it is you know i think it, when it's you know in a there's a time and place though and a mindfulness that should come with that because absolutely uh, just just because i go in there and like you know destroy my body for an hour doesn't mean i've dealt with those things <laughs> like those things are still gonna be there you know the next day right and uh so it to me it's always like it's kind of like you're you're throwing uh, you know, it's like gas rags on a fire, right? Like you're just constantly in that fight or flight, right? Because I could have had like a crazy stressful morning, like emotionally, right? Like where I was just like super upset or super angry, right? And just in a very bad headspace and then go into the gym and just, yeah, grind it out, push it out, forget about it. But then, yeah, you, and then all of a sudden you feel like a, a short moment of, I guess, euphoria, and if you want to talk about like drug addiction and stuff, like, I mean, that's almost like what that is, right? It's like taking that shot of like heroin, right? And you, it, it, you, you forget about it. And, uh, and I remember my brother used to always throw it in my face, you know, that it's, I was using that as a way to run away from, you know, the, the stuff going on in my life. And, and yeah, and, uh, and I, you know, looking back, I think, yeah, you know, I, you know, you're probably right, you know, and it's hard to listen to people that are watching you from the outside right because you're so into you and trying to protect yourself and you got these walls up and all this stuff right that you're you're really not wanting to listen to any of that stuff on the outside right and it's and tough I, sorry yeah. and it's right. tough too because you know like when when we seek out private clubs you know like whether it be you know crossfit or whatever mm -hmm. you know like but when you when we seek out private clubs in general we're, we're typically going to connect with a lot of people that are doing the same thing, but for their mm. reason in life, you know, so yeah. again, you get like, like you said, this huge endorphin rush, it just makes you feel good. And then, you know, whether you're talking to other people or not about, you know, emotionally taxing things in their life, 
but you're always going to feel like you know that they're going through that same thing. You know, like there's, you connect with them in that, that primal way, even if there's no understanding because, you know, like when you're lifting heavy and, you know, you're pushing hard and you're just, you know, murking your body in this workout and you Mm -hmm. see them doing the same thing and that same look and then that same look of refreshment after where like, I released all that tension and those demons out of the body and I got those endorphins and that's why I'm coming back. You know, like we connect with that. So when people who aren't in that environment come into our lives and say, Hey, I think you're actually using this as like, you know, a tool for escape and that's not necessarily healthy. You know, you look at it and you're like, but all these other people, man, like I see them yeah. doing, you know, it, it's that self justification. And, you know, again, it comes back to where I feel like that you and I have fortunately got to the point in our lives and, you know, you know, us both being 35 and I want that to be like the biggest take out of this is we've, we both got to this point at different, from different avenues in our lives, but realizing that, you know, we need to really let all that go because like yeah. what I see it is, you know, it goes from like the 30 minute healthy workout into like the 60 minute, like just get murkier body murder session into like the two a day workouts into like the three hour, you know, workouts. And like, that's the evolution behind it where it's just the constant running away, you know, and I do like a lot of hours of activity, but out of sheer enjoyment, just because I love it. And I love the people and it's coming from like a really like Peter place in in my heart and in my mind and my body is saying that, you know, I, I not running from anything. Like I have stresses in my, my life, just like everybody else, but it's, it's never my motivation because I don't want it to take away from this positive environment. Cause I recognize that's where I was like 10 years ago, you know, like the evolution behind it. Like now is, you know, like when I play squash or if I'm spinning or if I'm lifting weights or running or like, I want it to come from like that place of like love and peace inside my heart because I feel how much more free my body is. Like my joints articulate better, you know, like, my muscles recover better. Like I I feel like my cardiovascular system is a lot stronger. I enjoy it more. And then I connect with people in such a different way when I recognize that they're coming from their wellness strategies in Mm. from that same place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because, you know, I've kind of been going to a yoga studio, you know, this is uh, coming up to about a year. Um, You know, I always kind of started to throw that in like in the past you know, let's say two years. So like, I was just kind of following some videos just online, just some yogis and stuff like that. And, um, and then I ended up going to a studio in town here and, um, and it was, yeah, it was like a, it was a game changer too for me. And cause like yoga has definitely been a big thing that I've brought in, um, you know, cause I knew I needed more mobility, um, you know, and, and then when I got into it though, you know, where everyone thinks about just becoming like hyper flexible and like Gumby, I'm like, there is like a strength component to this that is like, until you're actually doing it daily and you go to these classes and, uh, and the studio that's in town here, um, Sarah, who runs it, this girl, she's, she's amazing. Um, you know, their, their biggest thing is, you know, she's constantly giving you cues and feedback on how you should be feeling and like all the postures, which is like huge to me. Right. Like that's, um, you know, where for, for picking studios or spaces that I want to go train and learn from people, I want to learn from the people that are smarter than me. Right. Like I want to go and I want to, you know, surround myself with those people that are like, 
you know, know, know what they're doing. They care about what they're doing. You can see that they're passionate and, and those are the people that you can learn from. Right. And, uh, um, it's, yeah, that's where like my yoga practice just changed in like leaps and bounds. And, um, and again, talking about fit for less and, you know, where are you going to spend your money? Right. Like, you know, cause some people would, you know, think like, holy shit, right? Like, you know, you're going to spend this much on a gym membership because like CrossFit gyms, like, you know, they're, they're not cheap, right? Uh, you know, even some other, you know, <clears throat> gyms that are similar to CrossFit, but just not using the name, right? Um, and it's, but like, if they're trainers and, and you can tell when you go to a class, right? Like, you know, if they're, you know, they, they care about you, they're, they're worried about your form, they're trying to help you, right? Like, you know, and the thing that I think some of those people don't understand, so they look at like, let's say $150 a month for a membership is like, holy shit. But, you know, if you were to pay a personal trainer, like, you know, that's like three hours, you know, right there. Right. And, uh, you know, whereas you could go to these gyms and yeah, you're not getting personally trained, but you know, you got eyes on you, you got, you know, people, you know, helping you, you know, maybe even getting like hands-on positioning, right. Help with your posture and stuff. Um, you know, that's, where again, I think people sometimes sell themselves short and, you know, where I think of my body and like spending money is like an asset, right? Like, you know, I, why would I cheap out, you know, if, if there's something that I know is good for me and that, you know, again, people care and it's, you know, I'm going to learn a lot from it too. Like there, there's work that has to be done on my part too, right? Like it's not just, I pay my 150 bucks and they're going to like figure it all out for me. Right. That's the one thing too that I find is that people just assume that, you know, I'm paying this. So, um, now it's like your job to like hundred percent take care of me. And yes, that is their job, but it, I think it's also a place for people to really kind of like figure out themselves too. Right. And, uh, but well, um, and yeah, and it's like, you know, they, like people taking that personal accountability. So like the net benefit is personal sovereignty at the end. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, let yeah. me, let me ask you this. I, I just kind of had this thought popping in my head, like as you were talking, you know, because, you know, when you're talking about like your yoga practice, you know, finding this studio, you know, as a person, so say, you know, Jason moves to Calgary, for example, and you're like, okay, well, you know, I need to, I don't know any fitness places. I don't know anybody here. I'm completely fresh. If you're going around to places, like what, what are some of the things that you would personally look for from like, you know, how people talk, you know, maybe visual cues in a gym to saying, okay, this is a place where I get to really understand these people have like my body and my health and wellness, like as the utmost priority, you know, like, like, like verbiage when they're talking to you, you know, things like, you know, we're going to work on range of motion, you know, we're going to work on posture, we're going to work on mobility. Like what are some things just so that, you know, our listeners can take away a little bit of knowledge and like they're educated saying, well, when we're all searching for these places, like, what are the things that make it different? And, you know, everybody's trying to sell me something. So they're trying to blow up their service So why we're so much better, but you know, are they just yeah. urgitating the same information or what are those little key things you think people should be trying to pick out while people are talking or what they see in that, that facility that's going to be the most beneficial for them? Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's like a good question. Um, to me, I mean, I think, um, it would have to be, you know, like just kind of the, the trainers, you know, for sure. Um, just kind of, you know, also, I guess 
the members too, like, you know, cause you can be in a gym that has, you know, machines and things like that still. And you know, that they offer like all the different methods and, you know, it's like a one-stop shop kind of thing. Um, but I think it really, what it boils down to is, is yeah, like the, the, the trainers and the clients, right. Um, you know, and, and I think a lot of gyms use, you know, community, right. Like that's a big word lately and stuff like that. What I, I love that. I, I like seeing that, but at the same time, that is also a hard thing for, um, you know, people to, um, maybe, uh, you know, again, change their perception of, of what they're doing. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like you get in there and it's an awesome community and you're feeling great. Right. Um, but if you start, you know, getting injured or maybe you're not liking it or something's going on, you, you all of a sudden feel like inclined to stay there and stuff. And you don't want to like pull away cause you've maybe made some connections with people. Um, but that's kind of, I guess, going off on it a little bit, but yeah, like I would, you know, how, how the trainers, um, you know, are working with you. Right. I, I think you start to tell like, um, you know, when a trainer maybe isn't putting, you know, their, their energy or their, their focus into you as much as they should. But at the same time, um, you know, I don't want a trainer that's like a, a yes man kind of guy. Like, you know, I need a trainer that's also going to like give me a bit of dose of reality. Right. Um, so that's the one thing is that when some people finally get that courage to walk into a gym, right. Like, cause maybe you've felt insecure about going and, and then you finally make that step, just even walking in the door. It's like all of a sudden, you know, you feel that little bit of confidence. You're like, yeah, I made it in here. Right. And you know, maybe it kicks in your ego a little bit. Um, but then, yeah, you also need to, you know, just be respectful and be humbled, you know, and, and, and I think that's the best way that you'll, you'll learn and you'll make progress. Like, especially when you're choosing a gym, um, you know, don't walk in there thinking you got it figured out, right? Like, even if you do maybe have, you know, some a background in the fitness world or you have some stuff, um, you know, again, because when, when you think you got it figured out, that's when you stop learning. Like, you know, and I remember hearing sayings where it's, um, you, you know, especially for trainers, it's, uh, um, how does, how do they say it? Like, um, be a teacher, but always remain a student. Right. So, you know, like that, you know, you're, it, we're, we don't, we'll never have the answer. Like you and I kind of said earlier, um, you know, it, the, it's, it's such a crazy, you know, beast, you know, like just movement and everything. And that's one thing that I, uh, I remember hearing a guy talk about, uh, and this is for, um, like functional range conditioning. I don't know if people ever Google that, but, um, he said it so beautifully too. It's like, you know, we, we take working out as like this activity that we do for an hour, you know, maybe four or five days out of the week. Right. It's like this chore that we do when he's like, you know, we don't, we don't make up the rules. Like our body really, like our body should be moving all the time. Like we should be in some form or another, right? Like, but, and this is through like millions of years of evolution, right? Like that, yeah, we don't make up the rules, but we think we do now, right? Like we think we say, yeah, you know, I go to the gym like at lunch, you know, and I put in my hour and then that's it. Now I can just shut down for the rest of the day and not worry about doing anything else. And, and that's where, again, like, talking about is when we were kids right like you just move less and less like that hour a day and you kind of said earlier like you know you 
you don't just train that way anymore, right? Like there's probably days where you maybe, you know, are moving for a solid three hours, but it's broken up into all these sessions or when you have that little bit of time, right? And, uh, you know, that's where I think, you know, people like to Netflix and chill and I like to do that too. But I also know I can like have that on and, you know, maybe do some stretching while I'm watching a show or like listening to a podcast, right? Like this or whatever, right? Um, you know, it's not to just sit and, do nothing right and um yeah we need to change that too and and just yeah be more susceptible to moving more yeah and you know and it's a key thing you know because i i feel like less people ask this question now you know but you know maybe about three four years ago and preceding that you know people would always ask well how many days a week should i work out you know or like how many hours a day should i work out and you know, like, it, it's just such a, a tough question, because like you said, like, our, our bodies were never meant to be so sedentary, we've just migrated towards this, you know, like, this existential point of life of, like, sedentary behavior, you know, it's like, Death why, jockeys. yeah, and it's like, so, so how do you properly answer that question, because it's like, well, six hours a day, seven days a week, like, realistically, you know, like, you should, but that doesn't mean like people equate that also to like, I got to go bang these weights for six hours. Well, it's, it's like, no, you know, yeah. you know, like a morning walk, you know, like wake up 10 yeah. minutes early and just go for a walk around, you know, like the block a couple of times around your house, get some fresh air, you know, get your body producing some ATP, you know, like just start to feel a little bit better, soak in that environment and, you know, reconnect yourself instead of just, you know, hitting the snooze button 15 times and being in a panic and starting your day stressed out because now you're behind and, you know, yeah. like just like you say, getting up, you know, from your desk and, you know, stretching your arms out, you know, like little yeah. cat stretch, yeah. you know, like yeah. it feels good. Like you could do like a cat stretch for two seconds and there's a part of you that connect with like, you're like, oh yeah, that felt good, you know, but yeah. it's like, yeah, but well, if that felt good like that, then, you know, why not do it a little bit more? You know, like get your your body moving and have make it a little bit more active because you know our bodies over like all these like hundreds of thousands of years of evolution to be able to get to this point where you know if we look at it like you know losing a couple eyelashes is going to take ten thousand years for our bodies to evolve out of how do we expect that our bodies are going to adapt to this ultra sedentary lifestyle you know yeah. over the course of like a year or two years or ten years yeah. it, it's not going to happen. Like we still have like all of these resources in our body for movement and energy. And, you know, we need to, we're still at a point where we need to express and expel these things out of our body, you know, but we're not giving it these outlets. And then people wonder why, you know, like, why don't I feel good in my own skin? You know, like, why don't I feel good in my day? And it's like, well, because we're not living authentic lives, like at all, even from just a movement standpoint, but never mind from like core values of like you as a person, you know, intellectually or emotionally, anything, but you know, like our bodies were meant to perform tasks, you know, yeah. not, not plunk keys or not, you know, go yeah. from laying in bed to sitting in the car to sitting at the office to sitting in the car to watching Netflix. And that's yeah, well, we, standard norm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and then, and then you wonder why we're, you know, in, in like a place of depression and, you know, take a pill for this. Right. And, you know, and, and just, it's like, uh, going through in like light and like sleep mode. Right. And it's, and it's hard to, you know, be sort of, uh, more awake and stuff too. Like I find, uh, 
you know, the way I'm kind of going through life right now, it's like, I'm really trying to wake up to a lot of stuff that I felt like I was not, you know, I was going through, you know, suppressing with, you know, the, the hard intensity training, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've, I've never taken any depressants in my life. Um, you know, and I think there's a lot of times where, you know, I probably should have been, but you know, that's, I guess the one thing that I take from like my training and my journey is that, um, you know, I've made, you know, maybe mistakes, but you know, it's not to reflect on them as bad that they've gotten me to where I am today. And it's something to be proud of and to feel good about and, um, and know that, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's kept me going, um, you know, and going back to my parents, like watching me do like, you know, crazy intense things like where I was, you know, I went and fought in the cage just cause, you know, I was like, I always thought I wanted to do that. And again, I was in just such a bad place mentally cause you know, close friend had committed suicide and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, my parents, like, and this was what was crazy is, you know, people on the outside that like, they thought I had like mental problems. Right. And I probably did, you know, like I, I probably really did. Like, you know, I was in such a, uh, a hard place, uh, mentally and, um, and yeah, like not, not feeling good about life. Right. Even though I'm still pushing it hard at the gym and doing all this stuff. And, uh, um, yeah, it was just like, you know, my parents even, you know, just sitting back and like, man, he's, I think he's got like some mental problems. Right. And, like, but imagine but if no. you didn't have that though, you know, like yeah. Oh, yeah. self-identify, like, you know, I was going through this struggle, but you know, you gave yourself like the, the best possible outlet for it, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. back at like, it might've been unhealthy, but like, again, what is the flip side of that taking like an SSRI? Like that's well, not been drugs, yeah. Positive, yeah. right. You know, like you yeah. don't want to go there. Like it's no. better to, you know, like push yourself yeah. hard in the gym and, you know, let those demons out that way. Although we know yeah. that that's not the best practice, but it's yeah. still the better practice. And like, I'm in it. Yeah these drugs and I'm going to sit at home and then I got to take something else because the antidepressants are giving me anxiety. So I need to take an anti-anxiety now. Yeah, you know, and then, yeah. you, then I need to do something because I've gained this 20 or 30 pounds and I feel bad about that. So now I need to go see a counselor. Like it's just this yeah. repetitive cycle. So, you know, yeah, yeah you know, it, you might've went off the deep end, but again, it's probably the best deep end to go off. Yeah. On, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it gives me kind of like, again, just, I guess these experiences that I'm, you know, fortunate enough to, you know, share with people like, you know, on this, on the show and stuff and, uh, you know, just let them, you know, kind of hear a bit of my story and that, yeah, you can, you can find yourself in, in some pretty like, you know, hard, dark places and, and stuff like that. And there's, but there's, yeah, there's, there's outlets, you know, and there's, you know, resources and, and the thing that kind of, I guess, upset me about that is like sitting there thinking like, yeah, my family is like, you know, feeling like this and knowing this, but like nobody was ever like wanted to talk about it. You know, nobody wanted to come and like talk to me or like, you know, try and say like, Hey, like, yeah, you know, you feel something's really not okay. And, you know, let's, let's figure that out. And that's a whole different kind of, you know, story and gets us out of the training stuff. But um, yeah. like but that's a huge part of it though. Right. And that's the part that I, I really try to talk to people about because I feel that's one of the reasons why people aren't successful, you know, in Mm. any kind of fitness quest is because there's too much of a monkey on their back. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, obviously we both, we have a mutual friend, you know, that, that passed away, you know, and like other people in my life that have passed away too. And I take a look at, you know, those things and, 
you know, there's no, there's no way my time is ever going to be more valuable than a human life, whether I know them or not, you know, yeah. trying yeah. now to like really connect with everybody that's in my life and saying, you know, I will emotionally expose myself to you first so that you know that you can come to me and I'm going to allow that opportunity and that forum for both of us to talk about because like it's hard, you know, and like you said, oh, yeah. like how when you look back at it and say, well, you know, Hey, like family, like you guys are supposed to be the ones here to support me. You know, like, where does that come from? You know, but yeah. it can come from anywhere, you know? And I think the more people that like, we, we get back in just connecting that, you know, with like this emotional side of us and, and not looking that, you know, it kind of makes me like a pansy or, you know, like, you know, anything like yeah. these old school yeah. terms, how we used to look at it. And, you know, yeah. I, I really probably the last, two and a half three years i've really tried to say to people you know like before i'm a man before i'm a woman you know i'm a human being first yes. you know and i want to try to approach my life of just a little bit more from like the humanity side and you know i still go through my struggles you know i'm not perfect mm -hmm. every day you know yeah. i don't have a problem exposing that now because yeah. like there's just certain things that are outside of my control, you know, but I really yeah. try to look at the difference between controlled stress and uncontrolled stress. The one controlled stress that I can have is not allowing myself to be imprisoned by my uncontrolled stress. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where it's yeah. like talking to people about it, having these kind of conversations, you know, like, like with you or, you know, like with anybody else in my opinion, just saying like, because I can go be more successful at everything else and especially, you know, my activities when I don't yeah. feel that because you know, yeah, I might want to go for like a trail run, you know, no matter how long or short it may be. Yeah, but if upstairs, I'm not feeling good, it's hard to even get out the door, you know, yeah. but it's not hard to get out the door when you're just, when you're loving it, because it's easy yeah. to go kill it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, and, and that's where just like say that, that little bit of, um, you know, and not to use, you know, again, training as a way to distract ourselves from, you know, what's really going on inside. Um, you know, like a lot of people probably listen to like Tim Ferriss, right. Or, you know, know of him. Right. And, uh, I remember, you know, hearing, you know, where he was talking about like how he was in, you know, like a very dark place, you know, even suicidal. Right. And he would go to the library and he was taking out books, you know, like about, uh, you know, about suicide and, you know, and so someone would be like, holy shit, right? Like this guy is, you know, someone's got to watch this guy, right? And something bad's going to happen. And, uh, but, you know, and that's where he started to, you know, realize that, yeah, at times we, we have to get out of our mind and, and back into our body, right? And so, you know, yeah, that's where if you're in like a real negative place, like, yeah, go for a walk, right? Something as simple as that. Like for him, he would say like, you know, pick up a kettlebell and swinging a bunch of times right like anything that takes your your yourself out of your thoughts um but you know and then again that's kind of how we were talking earlier though it can be like that you know it's like that drug that small addiction though and like at the same time we do need to really face those things and try and clear them and know that you know we aren't our thoughts you know and try and let those things pass that's been like again one of the big things for me with yoga and you know when you were talking earlier about um it's not you know, trying to run away from our problems. I found like, you know, lately, like in the way that I've been training and trying to like get into my mind and body um, as a whole, uh, it's, it's like confronting, you know, like all these things and these thoughts. And I mean, I'm still, it's, it's a work in progress and, uh, and it's, it's a, it's a journey that's been 
hard. It's been scary, uh, you know, but it's been a lot of like self, uh, um, like rediscovering myself, you know, and, um, and, and really at the end of the day, what, what have, what have I all been doing this for? Um, you know, kind of going back to, I guess, yeah, my, my son and, and our relationship there and not to get too far into it, but it's like, you know, it's, it's been a, an environment, like a, such a tough thing where, you know, people would look at me, I'm like an absentee father, right. And this and that, and it's, you know, it was because the environment, it was so like fueled with like anger and negativity, um, on like both sides and, you know, and, uh, and, and like, you know, with my family being in the mix of it and all this stuff, you know, like it was, uh, you know, I, I looked at now and thinking of where I am and, you know, how I've, I guess, taken care of myself to a degree, because like we just said, like, I could have probably been doing drugs, I could have been like, you know, just really using that to suppress. And, and you know, and I, I was just not like an addict or anything like that, right. And then, you know, where now I think like, if there's anything that I can try and, you know, give to my son, um, is to just show him, like, that anything's possible, um, you know, and as I'm kind of going through life now and trying to like, maybe, you know, make something go of my training and, and movement practice and, and, and that, like that to me is more beneficial than like him, like seeing people in a toxic environment. Cause I think in this day and age, we're seeing a lot of divorce. We're seeing a lot of families split and man, like, it, when when you see people go through the the courts and, and stuff like that like at no point does anyone care about the, the kids right like you know it's all about what are they getting uh how are they you know what are they getting beyond you know the other side and you know they just want to like pound someone down into the ground and uh and it's you know i think those are like not good environments for kids to be exposed to and it's you know that's like started a big part of maybe issues that are happening in the world today. Right. Like kids just see anger. Kids just see all this like negativity and we need to change that somehow. I don't know how that happens, but that's kind of getting off topic of training, but yeah. But, like but I, you know, it is, and it isn't though. Right. You know, like where, where you say that, you know, we need to create these like, you know, positive outlets for children. And it's, you know, it comes back to, you know, to me in my mind, it's that, it's the transient nature and the fluidity of what success actually means. And, you know, like, like long-term, you know, health and mental health, you yeah. know, because when, when our children see us, you know, kind of staying consistent with something and yeah. something that they will slowly, you know, be passively educated in that you can use this as a tool to help, you know, manage stress because, you know, and allowing them the opportunity to be like, Hey, like, our life's not perfect. Yes. You know, like life was never supposed to be perfect. We're always going to go through ups and downs. When you're going yeah. through a down, it doesn't mean that you need pills or to lay on the couch. When you're going through it up, it doesn't mean that you're better than everybody else. You know, but it's like, these are the ebbs and flows, you know, of life. But, you know, like you said, I think because, you know, we live in like, you know, like a, a hyper being, you know, world of that, you know, everybody always has to be the happiness and find your happiness and live yeah. your best life. Yeah. You know, we take a lot of that away from our children and just saying like, you know, we need to be more in a flow state of, you know, emotional state, realize that some days I'm going to feel great. Some days I'm going to feel like shit. And some days I'm going to be somewhere in between, you know, most yeah. of the days are going to be somewhere in between. 
you know, and that's totally fine. And it can be some of the stimulus just balancing that out to just, you know, getting at least that in going for like a walk. It can help, you know, clearing like that emotionally, you know, and just if everybody kind of focused more on, again, like you said, the, the collective community aspect, whether that's the community of two people, community of five people, or community like 15, and realize like how much unnecessary stress everybody's putting on all these situations when there's already so much unknown and stress that can happen in life. It was kind of yeah. again, like, get out of our own way, right? Yeah, yeah, and like where, where are we putting our energy? Right. Like, and, you know, and I, like you kind of talked earlier, you know, your girls and how much energy they have and, and you're trying to match that. And it's like, you know, for us as we're getting older, yeah. Like, you know, you see kids and you're like, man, if I only had like a fraction of that energy in me still. Right. And that's, but like, you know, you may not have that same amount, but I mean, if you're being drained from like, you know, like your environment from your life, like stuff that's going on, that's kind of like, yeah, like these elephants in the room kind of thing, right? Um, and, and you're not making those changes, then you're just going to keep, it, that, that energy is just going to keep getting sucked out of you. And then so eventually you're going to find that point where you get, you know, especially those people that are going to the gym, you know, eating healthy, but they're not seeing those changes like we were talking about earlier. Um, and it, I think it's because, yeah, like there's those other factors there, right? And that, you know, they, they're not really addressing. So it's just like, you're just kind of canceling them out, you know, like, and until you maybe, you know, like identify those and you let go of it or, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, yeah, we're not going to, it's not always going to be perfect, but we should at least, you know, strive to, to, you know, be there. Uh, and, and, you know, like, again, it's, it's really hard sometimes because you have to maybe make some really, you know, hard choices, right? Like, and, and you have to like, try and like own those, I guess, to the best that you can, like, you know, cause at the end of the day, like, again, the, the training and the eating and all that stuff, it may only take you so far, right. It's, it's dealing with these other things. Right. And, um, and yeah, and it could mean, you know, that, that you've got to, you know, change uh, your relationship, right. That you have to, you know, do, do something big like that. Right. Cause you know, there's our day-to-day life stuff that, you know, those, uh, I guess the ones that you call them like uncontrolled, you know, circumstances, right? Like getting stuck in traffic or, you know, having to, you know, take care of your house or clean your house, do things like that, you know, take care of your kids, right? So like, those are all things that you just can't change, right? But there's those controlled ones. And they're, they're I find the controlled ones are usually, yeah, like the big hard ones, right? But we were so distracted by all the little ones that we lose focus and, and yeah, and it's easy to be distracted. And then you're, again, you're just, you're just kind of still kind of following the same path and like life, it's always going to change. I think at some point, like we're, we're meant to change. Um, uh, that, that's one thing that a friend told me, he always said, it's so weird. Or about well, he's, he, he messaged me and said, it's actually, I, he really enjoys, you know, seeing, you know, my posts and, you know, my journeys and stuff. And cause I'll, you know, be in one training method for years or something, then all of a sudden I'm doing something different and I change into something else too. And and I think, but that's, I guess that's life. Like you're always searching for the answers to, you know, anything. And um, yeah, and it was, I, I you know, it's a great message to hear, um, you know, that you appreciate it. And again, as long as I can, you know, keep sharing that with people and, you know, make them think like that to me is my goal is to not, 
tell people what they're doing is wrong, right? It's not to say you need to do what I'm doing, you know? Like, I just want people to take control. Like, like you just, like we were talking, right? Like, try and take control for some things and see what it does, you know? Like, you know, go and do something that, that you maybe normally wouldn't do. Like, you know, I, this, this past year, it's been a year I've just started playing guitar and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, it's been hard, you know, it's a challenge, but you know, it's again, where I have some free time and I would love, you know, and I'm learning so much and it's like kind of, yeah, not sound, you know, corny or anything, but it like opens me up a little bit more. It's like, I feel these vibrations and just hearing sound differently. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And you don't know, you know, how something's going to maybe help you or how you're going to feel about it until you're doing it. Right. And that's the yeah. hard thing. Yeah. And you know, and it comes back to, you know, like, like what you're, I associate the same concept with like you playing the guitar, like you say, you know, people going to the, the gym and trying to eat healthy and be healthy. Uh, but they have all this extra stress in their life where it brings you back to a perspective of your homeostasis comes from neutrality, but your homeostasis doesn't come back to a place of peace. You know, and like that's where you're saying, like when you change these stresses in your life where, you know, you learn new things like guitar or you let some things go, you know, you come back to that place of homeostasis that revolves around peace, not just kind of getting back up to the waterline you know, you're back on standing on your paddleboard instead of you just bobbing up and down, right? You know, yeah. where we look at like our, our problems that, you know, we live in today that seem so complex. And I'm like, realistically, like our grandparents, you know, you know, it might be like our great grandparents now, but, um, you know, like 125 years ago or so, you know, like, you know, the decision like a man would have to make for his family or, you know, like a, a husband and wife together, or just an, as an individual would be, I'm going to leave this country somewhere in Europe or Asia, which is not as good as I think. I'm going to go to this entirely different land based on that. I've heard somewhere that it potentially is better. I'm going to hop on this boat. That's brutal for months and I might not I might be sleeping next to rats and having nothing to eat or no clean water to drink to get to this land of potential possibility I'm going to get there I'm going to realize that okay well this shit's not the same as what I thought it was going to be when I get here I might have to migrate you know all the way over to like you know from like the eastern seaboard you know across the prairies I get to these rocky mountains and it's like damn I wasn't expecting this shit to be here. You know, then you're like forging through like, it's yeah. like when you look at some of these, like those are real struggles or, you know, like when they were giving yeah. away plots of land in BC saying it's farmable land and people got here after months and months and months of journeys. And they're like, this shit is nothing but trees and rocks. I can't grow anything here. So yeah. like people oh, yeah. got these huge plots of land from the government thinking that it was like farmable land. And it wasn't, you know, like, yeah. like that's adversity. You know, like, yeah. like that, like those are real problems, you know, like the problems yeah. that we live in, like, you know, now we're, you know, stressing relationship because a house isn't big enough or like our cars aren't new enough or like my clothes aren't what I want or this bag I don't have or, you know, like they're just yeah. such bullshit problems, you know, but they're what ruin relationships, you know, between two people you know, or two yeah. adults. They're what plague our children with just such like relentless torment of like just bullshit in life, you know. But yeah. again, like we we forget what actual like real life problems are, you know. And those yeah. are like the tough things are just 
you know, building those like solid connections with each other, allowing everybody to connect each other's flow states to create like a community flow state. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and, and that's something that I, I know I, I lived in, in that world of, you know, kind of, yeah, it's like needing more and, you know, needing the best things, um, kind of like just wanting to, you know, be the best, like in my training or, you know, any kind of sport I was doing and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and that's another thing that I'm having, you know, challenges, you know, transitioning out of that, uh, you know, like where I, yeah, you know, we have like our mortgages, you know, we have like our cars and, and this kind of stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, is it uh, really, you know, is it bringing us like a lot of happiness? Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, you know, a lot of time, I think it makes us feel so tied down, right? And, you know, especially, you know, when people own their businesses and, and stuff like that, like, it's a grind, like, you're, it's like, you're supposed to be like working, you know, like, like you're 24 seven, right? Especially people that like own gyms and that are like, you know, trainers, you know, I, I, I've seen it, right, where, you know, they'll get, like, clients, like, messaging them, you know, like, at night, you know, or, or this and that, and it's just kind of, like, it, that's, I guess, that trade-off that they make in a way, right, when they, you know, they, when they, you know, they're trying to, I guess, provide a service, and they're trying to keep their members happy, but sometimes that's such a hard thing to do, right, like, it, and that's not your responsibility yes it is in a way to make them you know move and feel better and, and, and all that kind of stuff um you know but sometimes it, it gets taken beyond that and uh and and that's where again like you know here you know if you're if you own a gym and stuff and someone you know it's like feeling like oh you're not like taking care of them to the degree that they feel they should well then it's easy to just go and go on social media and give a gym like a, a shit review or know say something like that instead of just kind of looking at like you know how you're approaching the situation and stuff and um yeah and that's where for me uh I guess in a way I'm kind of glad that I don't own the gym or anything like that have to look after a whole bunch of members and you know put on that kind of um happy face all the time and and this and that and maybe try and not be who I am um you know again I want to like help people in moving and and get them connected and in that sense and and hope that it, you know, helps them mentally and just, you know, gives them something to think about. And, um, you know, I've had some friends recently, some buddies, right, that uh, just started, you know, going to yoga, you know, and asking me about it, you know, and then they're like, yeah, I'm going to go try a yoga class and they go do it. And it's like, you know, they're like, holy shit, right? Like That was so awesome. That was like, you know, just what I needed, right? Because, you know, they've all of a sudden been going through some pretty big life changes and, and stressors and, um, and, and yeah, and I, I think it's, it's awesome that, you know, they, they want to, you know, again, they, they realize that, you know, they're not in a good place and what can I do? Um, Cause I don't want to, you know, turn to alcohol or, you know, drugs and stuff like that. And, you know, again, that's where I say like, you know, like given all the stuff that I've learned and training and that, if I was to like talk shit about any of those methods, like I would be such a hypocrite and all that kind of stuff. Right. Whereas I want, people to just go yeah like if you think like don't be intimidated by CrossFit you know or don't be intimidated by something else like go go do it like you know like uh if if you're if you're not uh willing to you know just reach out to you know and take that little step um 
know, you're, you're never going to know. Right. So, um, it's, yeah, you gotta, you gotta just take some little bit of chance in terms of, you know, trying something different, trying something new. Um, and don't let it, don't, don't let, I don't know, don't, don't let your mind get the best of you, I guess. And that's a hard thing, man. Like that's again, like what I've been learning so much, right? Like our mind can easily get the best of us. Um, going back to having things and security and all that stuff, right. Where we don't really know what struggle is like, right. Like no, we, we don't, we truly don't, man. And I, I, and I live in a world that's very secure and it's funny because my girlfriend and I, we were talking about this last night, and, you know, and I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I don't know if it's a midlife crisis or, or what. Right. But you know, I'm kind of sitting there and thinking, you know, like my, the, the work that I do, like the job that I'm in, it's, dealing with you know some bylaws and stuff like that and it's it's basically what it is it's like I I deal with complaints man and people that uh you know like they hate their neighbor or you know and they just can't go and talk to them right and or you know it's it and it it's it it takes its toll on me in a way but I also am able to help people like you know I kind of look at it as like my training like I can somehow work through the process with them and and come to you know, a, a good, like to a good conclusion. Right. But, um, you know, now I'm like sitting there thinking like, you know, is this really what I want to do for the next 30 years of my life? You know, like, cause you talked, you touched earlier on time, right? Like to me, I'm like time and health. Those are like our two greatest assets that we have in life. Right. And, you know, and, and, and we sometimes just take those things for granted over like securities and, and, and all this other stuff. Right. So, um, that's where I say like, you know, I'll, I'll put like money into like eating well, let's say, or, you know, you know, buying good food and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I like to have my beers and pizza and still, you know, be normal, be, I guess, human. Right. And, uh, and enjoy those things. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, you know, I don't want to like, you know, be living like constantly, like, I don't know, waiting paycheck to paycheck, right. Or things like that. And just because I need a new truck. Right. And, and uh, you know, or I living in a house that's, you know, bigger than what I really need. Right. So at the end of the day, I mean, I'm starting to try and put things in place and get some ideas flowing and, you know, who knows, but that's where my job, a lot of people say, yeah, you know, you've got a pension, you're working for the city, right? Municipal work. Um, and don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, when I was talking about this with Aurora, my girlfriend last night, it's like, yeah, like I, I know I'm like, I'm almost like scared, you know, like I have that fear. Right. And it's just cause you're, yeah, you, you got, you know, steady income coming in and it's, you know, allowing you to go do things and this and that. But then it's like, but what if I actually took that time and focus and, and put it into, you know, more of my practice and maybe, you know, searching for answers. And because I think what, what's happened is that, um, you know, I'm trying to not want to turn into like some of these guys that I see on social media that are like trying to say they have the answer, right. That they like, you know, and, and that everything else is bullshit apart from what they're saying, right. That they're so hard in their beliefs and stuff um, that that's, that's where I don't think people want to work with those people, you know, and they're, they, cause they're just, they can see how angry they are, and, you know? And yeah, like I know, easily like you know because I've been doing this for like three years and I'm kind of sitting back thinking like you know are people gonna maybe kind of you know like wake up a little bit to the thought of this or you know or, or when when does that shift happen but that's something that's out of my control right it's that's one of those uncontrolled things that we talked about and 
I just need to keep, you know, you know, learning more myself and developing more through, you know, my life, you know, situations and, and really just be aware of what I'm doing and, and how I'm, you know, going through life. And hopefully, yeah, when the time comes, the time comes and maybe there'll be like a big kind of life shift for me. And, and, and then I kind of go with that. Right. And I go through some struggle because there's not to say that there's going to be some big struggle with that. Right. Like when you've been working in a job for 10 years, you know, security. I mean, I watched my dad, he owned a company, right. For like 40 years. And when he retired, man, he was, he had, my mom was like, I'd never seen him sicker in my life, you know, like, cause he was so used to, you know, seven to five, right. And Monday to Friday. And, you know, and then all of a sudden when that changed, it's just like, shit, what do I do with myself now? Right. Like who am I? Mean, like, I don't, and don't you think that those are like the problems? That's kind of something that I was really thinking about. Like as you were talking is, you know, like I don't feel for myself and, you know, listening to other people talking, especially like a result of this podcast is like, I don't think we're just always meant to do the same thing, you know, for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. It just so happens to be, you know, where we've been coached and kind of like what life looks like now. Um, you know, but if you do the same thing for 40 years, then all of a sudden you get sicker than you've ever been, you know, yeah. you know, mentally and emotionally and, you know, physically, like there, there's got to be a problem that, and you hear nowadays, like that happens so much, like the amount of people, um, you know, who are dying of like diabetes and heart disease and, you know, all these like lifestyle choices, but also at the same point that they're just retiring, like within the first couple of years of retirement, yeah. Like that's yeah. like, you've lived your whole life to die, you yeah. know? And it's just yeah. like, yeah. I was actually talking like with a really good friend of mine, you know, the other day, you know, about how, you know, like the book that I'm going to write, you know, and like the title of it, I've always kind of like struggled, you know, with, I've just been putting like a lot of ideas down and um, you know, what I think what irritates me the most about like health and wellness and especially like personal quests is it's, these three easy steps, these 10 easy steps, you know, and it's not that, you know, it's like the 10,000 steps to successfully get to your pine box is really what it is. You know, it's like, you yeah. it know, it's all of these different things, like over the course of like a lifetime where it's not just these, always these easy steps because what happens when those 10 steps aren't relative anymore. You know, like yeah. what happens when those 10 steps change, you know, or mm-hmm. what happens when they're relative, when you're working for a municipal government versus if you're an entrepreneur, you know, like yeah. there's all these little yeah. things, but it's just allowing ourselves to be like, yeah, you know, like there's a part of me that kind of needs to be able to be free and try new things and just yeah. being at a certain peace with that, because we've always done that. When, when environments have changed, we've picked up and we've moved on, you know, it's yeah. like a real tribal component to us as human beings. Like, you know, this ground isn't as fertile, so I'm going to move on. These herds aren't coming through this area, so I have to move on. It's getting yeah. too cold here for too long in the winters. I need to move on. It's getting too hot in the yeah. summers. There's not enough water. These things dictated that we moved on, you know, but since yeah. we don't have that anymore, but we still have this, like, primal aspect that connects with that, we kind of just get stuck into, like, I have to over-leverage security you know, for personal emotional wellness when it's actually to my personal emotional detriment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, we, uh, you know, I, I think we do need, you know, to, to face some little challenges throughout life. 
you know, and when I look back at when I started my job at the city, I, I worked the front counter of development services. And so you could deal with some hostile people, right? Cause again, you're building codes and bylaws and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I needed that. I needed that like face to face interaction with people and like work through a problem with them and like, just keep me on my toes. Right. So, um, then kind of what happened is I, I, um, you know, I, I changed into a different role still in the city and, you know, I was up on the fourth floor in my own office, you know, and in front of a computer. And then that was where I was like, Holy, you know, like this isn't, you know, this isn't good for me, you know, like mentally. And, you know, I know that this is, man, like it, it, it like scared the shit out of me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, and it just, you know, and then I was going through, you know, struggles with my relationship and like, you know, here again, then I'm, you know, into my movement training too. Right. And, you know, just hanging on to that too and wanting to do well. And man, I just, yeah, there again, right. I just had so much, so much shit going on. Um, and, and yeah, now it's kind of like really starting to like, you know, wake me up to being like, you know, what, where do you want to be? Um, you know, I've, you know, you've moved away from Lethbridge and I think that's awesome, you know, like, uh, cause uh, you know, me being here 35 years, man, it's, it's starting to kind of, you know, be like, when, when does, you know, something change significantly. Right. And, and it may be yeah, putting myself in a different environment, right. Like, you know, and, uh, that change of scenery. Right. And there's nothing wrong with at least trying it. Right. And this is kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, like, you know, for people in training, like go try something like, you know, and it doesn't have to be in a gym. Like maybe you did dancing back in the day, right? Go, you know, there's a lot of places that have like adult, you know, dance classes or, you know. I like do a, just dance with my girls all the time. We put just dance. I, I love that. Yeah. The yeah. one thing that always makes me feel when they're, when they're dancing along and they're having fun, they're moving free. It's always my opportunity that to feel really immobile. And I realize that these, yeah. these simple movements should be extremely easy. I should not feel them at all. But the simple yeah. fact that I feel these movements goes to show like how tight my body is. Right. So, yeah. Well, and you can even get a sweat on from dancing, right? Absolutely. But like, you know, like I remember, you know, us in junior high and, you know, school dances and stuff. Shit. You'd be like dancing your ass off for like two hours. Right. And yeah. you come out of there sweating. And yeah. then, you know, whereas, and then we, we, but then we don't think of that as like, you know, being a workout anymore. Right. Like, but it's all movement. Like, again, we're, we're resisting gravity. That's the one thing and this is kind of uh where I get maybe a little off in, in my talks and thoughts but you know I'm kind of a weirdo in that way but um yeah gravity again right like to me um <clears throat> and where you said you know male female like gravity is is the part that makes us human right like we resist gravity it's it's constant it's 24 7 365 like we don't stop resisting gravity until we're we're dead until our time is up on earth right like you know we're, we're born into it and we're, we're it's it's what makes us strong you know when we're and and i think we as we go through life and we age through life we stop thinking about it like you know more and more right we take it for granted but you know when we fall you know gravity hits us hard right <laughs> you know you jump off a building you know let's say high enough most you're gonna die right like it you know and uh but like say or you know some people may get up a little bit quicker off of a little fall than others but you know that's just how life is we all absorb it differently and but i mean if we get back to that connection and how you know again like just dancing 
crawling, like moving, like, you know, resisting it and really putting thought into, you know, our postures, our positions and things like that. Like it's, it, to me, that's where, again, I say it's, I feel like it's kind of like a simple answer, but it's a hard thing for people to want to wrap their minds around, right? Because it's not on a machine. It's not doing what, you know, like what everyone's doing, right? It's not what the majority of the fitness world is doing. And, uh, and yeah, and I mean, you know, because they don't think it's going to change them, you know, or that they're not going to look the way someone looks, you know, like that's doing fitness shows or, you know, bodybuilding and stuff like that. And that's where, you know, I look at the body and I want to move it as a whole. I don't want to like, I don't want to like, you know, just isolate, you know, muscles anymore. I did that, right? Like I did that years and years ago. And now when I think of movement and crawling and, you know, animals, like, you know, why do animals pretty much all look pretty fit, right? Because, you know, when they have to sprint, they'll sprint when they're, when they're walking on their four feet, like they're resisting gravity, no different like us, right? And um, that's why, yeah, crawl around on the floor, do some bear crawls and like, that'll get your heart going and get you huffing and puffing. And, you know, it's just such a great movement, right? It, it, and it picks apart like things that you're, you know, haven't, you know, focused on for mobility, right? Maybe you got tight shoulders, tight hamstrings, well, you know, move around, right? Like, don't just, that's the one thing where I saw people, you know, you, you get into that routine, like we talked about, right? Where it's like, you know, an hour a day, five days a week and you know and you come in and you go through the same warm-up right like the same things and and you know and, and then you get into the middle part and 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 then you bust that out and maybe you're even sore but you still do it and then you, at the end of it you're gonna do even more work right like I remember you know at times where it was a big thing it was called a cash out so it's like you know we're gonna hammer our core now right and I'm sitting there thinking like well, if you were just doing like, you know, squats and you were doing like, you know, all these other, you know, shoulder presses or whatever, like you should have been using your core, right? Like your core, like, you know, that's where movement all or originates from, right? Like we think, we think it through our mind and then it originates through our center of gravity as soon as we change that or whatever, right? And uh, yeah, and that's where people then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, I'm going to do like, you know, abs for like, you know, 10 minutes. And then it's just like, but now I'm even sore. And, you know, and maybe their backs are tight or already from all the work they just did, but now they're going to like smoke themselves even more and, you know, and, and then leave. Right. Like, you know, maybe if you did that and you cooled down after or you really try and stretch out, you know, and, and, you know, fine. But um, sometimes that's where, again, I feel like you gotta like. Or yeah. devalue a six pack really like well, when it comes yeah. down to it, right. It's like, you can have a strong trunk section, you know, but put a little bit less emphasis and value of having like this ripped six pack more, like you said, the functional shoulders and the functional hamstrings, you know, like, yeah. would you, would you trade a little bit of definition in your abdominals for way more functional hips, you know? And oh, that's yeah. like, you know, where, where I look at it and I try to, you know, push people down that road because, yeah. you know, one of them, again, you go from vanity to like overall wellness. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and when I think of my training and what I'm asking my body to do, like I, I just think my body needs to look, you know, the, the way it needs to, you know, like when, when you look at like old school or even like, yeah, you're going back to like, you know, that Da Vinci kind of drawing of a guy, you know, with the arms out and stuff. Like that's how I feel like the, the human body should look. So, you know, for me to do the tasks that I want to do with it, that's just, you know, I, that's how I envision it, right? It's like, I don't look at, 
you know, what someone else looks like in a magazine or, you know, or bodybuilders or look to that and think that's what I need to look like. Right. I just, cause at the end of the day too, I don't really know how I'm going to look until I'm in it. It's like, that's like, again, when, when people right away are like, they say their goal is to look like someone else or, you know, this and that. And it's like, that's kind of like putting the, the cart before the horse kind of thing or however the, that saying is, right. It's, you know, how about we just get, let's get moving first and see how your body responds to it and get you like happy. And, and cause like, if, if that's how, you know, and I, I'm all for people setting goals. Um, you know, I should probably set more myself, but, uh, when, when you just like right away set a goal of like trying to look like someone else, then what happens, like I say, right. When you're, you're not reaching that point. Right. And that's where your, your head's going to start, you know, your ego's going to come in. All these things are just going to start to eat you up. And then, you know, you might even take it out on your trainer, right. Thinking that they're not good at what they're doing. And like, again, you know, I think trainers have a tough go, right. And I, you know, they're, they're doing their best. I mean, yeah, you can tell good trainers from bad, I think. Right. Um, but like, you know, you also have to be accountable for yourself, right? Like you are, you know, you, your body, you and your body is like the greatest asset, right? You know, you can't just, I don't think, um, you know, putting it in the hands of a trainer is, is, you know, like what you should be doing. You also need to be accountable yourself. Right. And, um, cause that's where, yeah, then people, they just want to point the blame and we live in that day and age where it's easy to point the blame. And we're in a world too, where, you know, everything is shared so quickly, right. Or results can happen so quick, right. Like take this, take that, right. Like we're in that, you know, we're in that era where just everything's shared so quick. And, you know, if people don't see a result in a week, they're just like, what the fuck, right. <laughs> like, yeah. And you know, when I'm doing my stretching, like, there's so many positions, man, that I'm like, so immobile and still right. And it's just because I look back and I think, when was I ever even doing stretches like that? Like, you know, yeah, gymnast was doing that, but he was doing that. Like I was playing hockey, right? Like he's had years, like, you know, decades probably. Right. And here I'm only in it for three years, right. This is just a part of the journey. Right. And, uh, and that's where like, you know, again, long-term, right. Like, you know, I'm, hopefully over time I make progress. And then I know that's where handstands to me have been such a humbling thing because I have, I can have good days and I can have bad days. You know, it looks like a, it looks like something like a two-year-old is drawn, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's not a, like a, like again, that linear path, like, you know, where people are, when they're lifting weights, right. It's easy to see that increment, right. And that feel good and all that. And, but um, I think that's the hard part is with the stretching and the mobility side. And this is maybe back to our beginning of our talk is that you know it's hard to get people to stay focused and motivated in that right and to see the benefit because it's not it's not visual like lifting weights right or you know changing you know adding you know height to their box jump or something right like they don't uh you know they're 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 hard to stay focused in it and see the reward of it right so that's like the that's the big thing that i'm trying to figure out how to get people to you know get that same reaction from like, you know, maybe adding like half an inch or an inch range to like their pancake stretch or something. Right. And just, you know, but it's, it's hard. So we'll it see. is tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the one thing I wanted to just kind of, I know that uh, you got to get going to jujitsu here and stuff. I'm just trying to be, be mindful oh, no, of that. And, uh, um, but like if, if like a couple, you know, things that you just want to, uh, you know, share with everybody before they go, because 
you know, this, this is such a passionate part of, of your life. And it's something that like you worked on, um, you know, like so much, it's just mobility. You invest a lot of your personal energy into, you know, research and living that side of life. Um, if you wouldn't mind just giving like a, like all your, your social media out there and be able to, for people to be able to get a hold of you if they have any questions and, you know, just, you know, you'd be able to go back and forth on like Facebook or, you know, maybe, you know, hiring for your services and stuff to be able to gain. Yeah. Throw yourself out there. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so I'm on Instagram. It's just at J Tilsley. So J and then T I L L S L E Y. Um, and then Facebook, Jason Tilsley. Um, but it's actually interesting when you message me to do this and stuff today, uh, I'm hoping to get it going, like, uh, just because my girlfriend, too, she's been, like, an awesome supporter of me and just a believer, and, which is cool to have, um, where I want to get, like, a kind of like a, my own Facebook page going. Uh, my plan is to call it Move Beyond. Um, I just weren't, like, you know, it took me a while to come up with that, and it's kind of, to me, it sounds something like it's it's very simple, um, you know, and it, it attaches the word movement and, you know, beyond, so that's where... Uh, that's what I'm going to call it. It'll be called move beyond. And that's where I'm going to probably, you know, share, you know, videos, whether it's just me talking or, you know, me showing some, you know, simple stretches and, um, you know, giving out information like that to people and sharing it hopes that, you know, they, they can relate to it. So it helps them and, you know, where they can give feedback, um, you know, or reach out to me. And, um, yeah, so I'm hoping to get that up and going today, awesome. like this afternoon at some point. And, yeah, it'll just be called move beyond and it'll be kind of like, uh, I don't know, I want to call it like training and lifestyle, though I don't really want to throw, you know, training in there. But like, again, it's more how I see, you know, all this stuff is it's, uh, yeah, it's lifestyle. It's a given right that we have to move our bodies and uh, that freedom, like you kind of talked about a little bit earlier, right? Uh, you know, here we have all these controlled things around us, but the one thing that we're free to do is move our bodies in any way we want. No one's going to like come and tell you, you know, some people, yeah, in social media might say that's dumb, right? Because it's a world of egos and like we just kind of touch base on, but that's like the worst of your problems, right? So it's like go and, go and move, go and be free, right? So, uh, you know, might bring that enjoyment back to your daily routine and stuff. So, you know, and I, and I, and I love your message, you know, because it, it's a, one of the main reasons why that I wanted you to come on We Are I is, you know, not only so that, you know, we can help you get your message out there, you know, and help promote you. And I hope that all of our, you know, listeners, you know, like they, they follow you and they be a part of your success journey, you know, taking your, you know, your new business and, you know, taking it to the next level, you know, but you're, you're a part of the army that's saying, you know, we need to change, you know, like we need to change the way, you know, we educate people. We need to change the way that we perceive ourselves, you know, like this industry needs a massive overhaul and it starts with people talking about it. It starts with people in a professional responsibility that, you know, we're in where, you know, it might, we might be able to connect with one out of every, you know, 20 clients to be able to get there. But, you know, I tell people all the time that if we are, I had five listeners, but there is 50 million podcasts or, you know, or avenues like we are, I all pushing the same message that all had five yeah. listeners or five followers to me, that would be more beneficial because, you know, we do need a change. We need a change for us physically. We need a change for us, you know, with our emotional health, we need change of how we're going to educate our children. You know, we did, we need a change as a society as a whole, because the way we're living in Western culture is just, it's not okay. And, you know, yeah. we really need to make some very big lifestyle changes and they do need to come quick. 
And any person that's a part of that movement, I want to give them a voice, give them a platform to be able to help shout it out and stuff. So um, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today, Jason. And, you know, we wish you definitely all the success. Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. And yeah, enjoy everything that you've been doing, man. And just love yeah, kind of hearing you wanting to do a book too. I mean, uh, all the best to that. And I can't wait to see you when it comes out. Awesome. Uh, Thanks, brother. Yeah, you too. Later, man.